0: The reason people aren't financially free is they don't know what to do and they don't know where to start. I want you to join Joey and I at the Virtual Inner Circle Live April the 4th through the 6th as we share with you the exact answers to those questions. We only do this event one time per year. I don't want you to miss out. Go to wethwattwallstreet.com forward slash live and enter promo code podcast. When you're at this event, you're going to get your investor DNA. You're going to get access to up to six different passive income strategies. So, you know, leaving this event exactly what to do, taking our decades of knowledge so that you can start becoming financially free. Go to WealthWallStreet.com forward slash live and enter the promo code podcast. This is going to be an episode, Joey, that (laughs) I don't know how long it will take you to wipe the smile off your face from listening to Larry Murray. Say that he has the Joey Mure Bank, and that has been the genesis to his success. I mean, can, can you
1: imagine? I mean, I know you can't. Like <laughs> someone <laughs> saying the Russ Morgan Bank. I mean, it just—it's just an amazing thing to have well, I, a bank named after you.
0: Well, I mean, I think that you know, I'm just so humble that I wouldn't have allowed them to ever get that that, that string going, you know, I would have (laughs) shut it off. I would have cut it off early. Oh man. He's so, he's so righteous. You're right. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, but definitely proud moment. Um, just for the podcast, man, proud for them to hear their story of how they're, they've gone from looking at a single family home to now, uh, purchasing and acquiring many, 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 um, apartment complexes. And, um, Joey, I'm, just the way we always do, we always tie this back to our family somehow, some way. I was talking to Betsy, my eleven-year-old. We were going to breakfast this morning, and she's like, "Dad, have you figured out the business where I can make my two hundred dollars yet? Because I need, I need the two hundred dollars. <laughs> I need, I need you to come up with the idea so that I can come up. I mean, aren't you the idea guy? Like, wait, this wait, wait, is- wait. What's the two hundred dollars for? Well, she had at the beginning of the year had made a commitment to the church uh, for uh, $100 for a faith promise that yes. she wanted to give. Yes. And the other $100 is so she can buy a hoverboard. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I mean, priorities here, right? Like, get the churches their money, give me my hoverboard. It just, you know, but like, she is definitely the one in my, you know, of my kids, I have no doubt that will be running one of our businesses, uh, much better than we do. Just, just got to get her, uh, of age, you know, <laughs> got to get an ability to, uh, drive first. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So, so what's the idea? I, actually, I need you to help me with that idea. I'm not certain. I, I talked to you the other day about it and I said, well, here's the thing. I, I don't want you trading time for money, right? Mm. I don't want you working, right? I don't want to train you to work for something like me and like, you know, go clean my car or something like that. Just thinking what, what could the 11 year old do? And, and she said, I I told her, I goes, here's what I want you to do. Why don't you read? I want you to read some of these different books that we have. And I want you to write a book report on them. And I'm willing to pay you to do that because it's going to give you education in areas that will help you down the road. And she came to me, she said, dad, I don't want to do a book report. Writing is Kate's thing. I'm more like a hands-on type of person. What can I build you? Can I just kind of create something for you? Like she's the one that gets all these little projects. So here's the thing. Yeah. I, I kind of, I do know what it is. You, you know, Mark Roper. Yeah. The the YouTube guy, the yeah. former NASA engineer. Engineer that, guy. Yeah. So he has a class, an engineering class that you can sign up for and go through. And he, he will let you do that process. and let you during that process, you build three different unique builds and uh, I'm going to do that. That's, that's going to be a gift for her and we're going to use that and find a way to sell those builds. But also I'm going to pay her because I'm just going to use it for marketing, just like we're doing right now. I mean, there's a a, a beautiful thing to be learned out of that. And wait, the biggest thing
1: that you just said is not to chase You know, change money for time—not to exchange that, but or time for money. Excuse me, but to invest in yourself, and that is Mm. tying this all together. Larry and his wife Cassandra made the very pointed decision. I'm not going to give away the whole story, but they were they were going to decide whether to invest in one piece of real estate or to invest in a course slash community group, a learning about multifamily. And that has made all the difference because they stopped, they figured out what kind of investor they are and they invested in themselves. And now it is like to the moon.
0: Mm. It is, it is so good. I want you to listen to it. Just know when Larry's talking, you're going to have to throttle down to (laughs) 0.5 and then you can, and then you can go back up to 1.5 when Joey and I interject our our commentary, but thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this episode with Larry. Russ Morgan, and Joey Muray. Welcome
1: to the show, guys. Uh, We are in for a treat. You probably need to get your seatbelt on. That's my 100% precautionary uh, label here for today's show. Larry Murray is joining us live today. Larry, so glad to have you,
0: man.
2: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. There's stallion. Russ, thank you guys very much for having me on today.
0: Well, it's easy to have you on because you've listened to so many episodes that you've said that this has been the genesis to your meteor launch, and I'm just excited to to hear about it. Thank you for uh, all the uh, props you've given Joey. He's been so excited, um, you know, to tell me about all the things you've been doing. And so let's <laughs> let, let's talk about that. Like you, you mentioned to me that you were you and your wife were are traveling down from Baltimore to Birmingham to to look at buying some rental property the realtor who brought you down, um, Joey had paid her and she said, Hey, you need to come talk to a friend of mine. Uh, he's got this interesting thing called infinite banking and helps investors.
2: Uh, so we'll, we'll let that be the starting point. So tell, tell me what happened from there. Yes, sir. So, uh, we actually went down looking at Single family homes and, uh, and yes, this agent, uh, did say, Hey, you need to, uh, to talk to him while we were down there, we ended up getting beat by cash buyers, to be honest with you. Um, we didn't have any money to invest uh, as far as what was needed to, to play in that uh, in that world. Um, we put a couple offers in there and uh, up here as well. And like I said, everywhere, just cash buyers are beating us and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, we were told, hey, you need to go listen to this gentleman and, uh, and find out what's going on. And uh, you know, I found out about what was what it was and I was like, hmm, I'm not sure, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take a listen. So went in there, And lo and behold, we we met Joy Moray. Yep, the stallion started to give us the scoop, and uh, I started hearing things I'd never heard of before. I'm like, what is this? So uh, I I was intrigued. I I was like, wow, I've I've got to check a little bit more into this and stuff. Um, Another interesting little fact there is uh, while we were down there, we we met up with the local RIA to uh, take a look uh, or to, to help get their guidance as far as buying property down in uh, Birmingham and stuff. And uh, the Saturday that we were actually leaving, we went with uh, Joey earlier in that week on the 21st of June, uh, the 2018, and the 23rd that Saturday, we were actually leaving. And uh, they said, Hey, we're having a financial meeting. Why don't you come over and listen? So we went over there and listened. Guess what? They were doing the same thing. I'm like, okay, there's something to this. I've got to find out more. So uh, go home, check things out. Got a call with Joey. Next thing you know, here we go. We're we're, uh, throttled down and uh, we grabbed our policy. Got that first one up and running and uh, I had no idea how I was going to fund it initially. Uh, But it kind of gave me some ideas as to what to do. And I had a lot of money that was going into a deferred comp. I actually shifted that over. And uh, I still have some money going in there. But the majority of it shifted over to fund the bank. Well, that set us free right there. I had no idea where we were going, but here we are. Um, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold
1: on. Before you get any further, there's something that you said I don't want to miss. You said, well, I heard what this was about. And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. What did you hear it was about? And how did you say, I don't know if this is for me, before we actually met?
2: So uh, I found out that it was about life insurance. And Ah, I had a life insurance policy in the past. I'd had a whole life policy. It was very expensive. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. I still had some insurance through the fire department. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and go listen. So.
1: So you you met with me despite that because yes. of the relationship with the realtor, but the the I, I'm just I want to bring that to the forefront because there's somebody that has heard of infinite banking. Maybe you're listening right now, and you're like, insurance? Why I don't understand. Like this has never been a positive thing in my life, especially around finances. It's always been put in a, a negative light. Um, so what are some of those things that you thought of? You said it was expensive. Was there anything else that came to mind when you're like, ah, insurance?
2: Well, it was expensive. Like I said, I'd already had insurance through the um, uh, through the fire department. Uh, I've been a full time firefighter now. I've been running calls, a career firefighter for 31 years, and a uh, uh, and then with military and volunteer, 39 years. Been actually running calls since October 1982, and um, in that time frame, like I said, I, I had to protect the family. So insurance is one of those things I had to have um and then, like i said they offered it and then i had bought a term policy a while back or, i'm sorry a uh, whole life but it was super expensive and in that process it was like okay well it will build cash value and all this well this didn't really build cash value it was going to be a while it wasn't like what you had explained when you started explaining and how we front load it with cash and you know you got to watch how it'll you know it'll grow right there then when the money goes in you'll be able to use some of it you can't get it all up at front you know, you get about, you know, 70 cents on the dollar at the beginning, and the next year maybe about 80-something and then like 90-something. And after your third year was our break-even point for this policy, some of them maybe three years, some of them maybe five years. But um, as we started in, you know, you know, moving forward with this, I started seeing that. But it was a hard pill to swallow. I mean, the amount of money I was putting into it, I was like, man, this, this kind of hurts. I could use that money for, for things. Um, but in essence, I did get to use that money for things. And that was, that was the real cool part.
0: I, I want to ask because you were you came down looking for real estate properties, right? right? So you're a real estate investor. What is it about Infinite Banking that matched so well for you in your process of buying rental properties?
2: Well, as I mentioned, when we were down there and we put some offers in, I mean, we were trying to do it with a loan, and there were people coming in with cash offers. Well, they took the cash offers. We weren't even in the same playing field. And then when I heard about the infinity Banking, I'm like, hmm. Well, this might be a way I could save up money and that's where it was kind of being marketed to the investors is is you could take this money um and you you you're not really buying it necessarily for the insurance. You're buying it as a place to store your cash. So I'm like, mm. wow, this is a good idea. I can I can store cash here, and I can gain access to it without having to go in and uh, you know disclose every you know penny that comes in. If my parent gave me a dollar, I didn't have to you know go get a letter from her saying, oh yeah, it was his birthday, so I gave him a dollar. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is what happens
0: whenever you're having to go get mortgages and stuff. There's all sort of questions. What, what were you doing with cash prior to that? You mentioned putting in a deferred comp. Was that not able to be, able, uh, be invested oh, in the
2: real estate deals? Yeah, I can't get to that deferred comp. I got a lot of money sitting there. I want a property right now, and I can't get to that money until I retire. So, yeah, all my, that money that's in there is, is tied up. And, uh, and yeah, you can't get to it unless there was some kind of a hardship and then they've got to meet their criteria for hardship. What you think is a hardship and what they think of a hardship is completely different things.
1: So free freedom was not in the, it wasn't the deferred freedom compensation. It was deferred compensation It just, as it said, Oh right. and you said, when I started doing this, I started kind of funding this bang, like that's where freedom started to happen. Correct. So pick right. up pick up from there I, I didn't want to miss those other things because I think there's a lot of people in that boat who right. maybe had some of those same thoughts I just thought it' would be helpful for you to cover but but pick so, up from there
2: yeah so we had the premium we had to pay but then we also had the rider and the rider is really the thing at this moment that was uh, you know really intriguing to me and the fact that I could put that money in there and if I needed it, I was told that i could um you know, just take a loan against it and get it out like hmm, okay this is really interesting so started funding it, putting it in as soon as i got money in we had a little bit of money sitting in a savings account and that was what i was going to fund part of it with because i had it laid out i was like okay for i've got a rider for the next five years um so i've got to make sure i can fund this it's like okay i can fund the, the first three but how am i going to do last last two well i'll figure that out so um here we go up and running moving forward we funded it and lo and behold i had some stuff that i had to take care of my truck started having issues so i'm like I got to get some money. Where am I going to get Hey, how do I get this policy thing? How do I get this loan? So I made some calls. And then finally, next thing I know, I filled out this form. And I think it was like five days later, the money showed up in my account. Boop, that was it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is cool. So uh, <laughs> I took that. I got my truck fixed. You know, then the mechanic's like, hey, this is great. You know, you got a decent bones here. But i tell you what, you need to sell a truck. So I was like, oh, deep. <laughs> <laughs> so I sold the blooming truck. I'm like, okay, here we go. So I sold the truck, and I'm like, all right, now I got to get a pot. I got a, uh, a down payment. How am I going to do that? Oh wait, I got that money. Let me see if I can get some more. Sure enough, I, I filled out another little thing, and boom, that money showed up. I think that one took me like six days to get. Between five to seven days it seems like the money always hit. And uh, you know, here I had my down payment sitting there. I was like, this is really cool. So, um, I used that to, to fund my, uh, uh, to get my, my truck. Um, that was the first time I actually ever got a new truck like that, a full size. And I was pretty stoked about that. Um, Wait,
1: wait, 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 one second. So compare and contrast that for me. You, you borrowed from your policy to, to take care of the issues that you had. The truck broke down, then the secondary thing, you had to buy another truck. Mm -hmm. Assume you had not done this. What was your MO in the past? Like, would you go to your deferred comp and get access to some of that and, and no, take your? No, no, no
2: access to that. I try and save stuff, save money, and try and do it. Honestly, I'd be picking up a you know is uh, uh, another used truck, and that's what this was. This was I had gotten a an old beater truck for like six thousand dollars or something, and and it, I made it last for about five years, so I did pretty well. But then uh, she was dying, so I had to do something else. I I would not have had a chance to get the new truck like I got. I mean, that was. Uh, this allowed me to be able to actually scale up a little bit, so no I don't have to even worry about a, uh, a reliable vehicle.
0: Well, you hear all the time that uh, opportunities find cash. You just didn't know it was opportunities to fix a truck and buy a truck. This was more <laughs> for the, for the <laughs> auto industry way to, to get access to your cash. But that's not the that's not the end of the story, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, no, not like, even you, close. Not even yeah, close. As oh, we were I- talking, you were sharing that like. As this process, you know, you're you're looking for rental property. You meet Joey. There, the light bulb moment just starts getting a little bit brighter as at, at every turn. Talk about the next couple of things that started leading you down a, a different pathway than you ever thought you'd be on.
2: So, um, well, well, through this process, like you said, it, it wasn't just the truck. I mean, I had a little kids who had, had college, so we ended up using it to help for college um it's just a shortage just a little bit um they we had gotten another vehicle prior to um and that one was uh we paid that off with the through the policy um we ended up uh i had appliances that ended up breaking i guess when i bought my house they were just at that right age and then you know (laughs) boom down goes the washer and and dryer i'm like oh man the washer's leaking on the floor the dryer's not working i was like man so i had to buy that that was in, in uh 2019 um, then the roof was leaking. I got up. I, I uh, actually gone through became an inspector. I started looking at my roof, in my, root, in my uh, attic and I noticed some leaks that I would have never noticed had i not done that. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So I had to put a blooming roof on the house. Well, once again, <laughs> I did that through the policy. Um, then my appliances, my oven went out. I'm like, are you kidding me? Can anything else go wrong? Yeah. The freezer went out. Okay, <laughs> great. So now I got to get all appliances. So I ended up doing those. Well, in all this, I'm still saving money. I'm still putting money into the to this, and I'm I'm wanting to invest in the real estate. Obviously, um, well, even doing all of that, I was still able to save up enough money because it it got to the point where okay, we found another property. Now through this whole process, I I was listening to podcasts as well. So specifically, Wealth Without Wall Street's podcast. Um, you know, once we met you, Joey, and um, I, I obviously. Through that, we've met many, many people, and we, we've heard of a lot of different ideas and ways to make passive income, etc. You know, no one wealth without Wall Street with the policy that could potentially be a, a passive income down the road as well. So we're looking for the long term. So we keep funding this thing, funding this thing, but it seems like I had to keep taking money out. Well, another really cool thing is I didn't make any payments. I had no extra money. I had no cash. When I put the money in, I had no extra cash to be able to use uh, for all these things that I need to use them for. I mean, I, I, I deployed it, so I pulled it out. But then it's like, okay, if I would have done this through a bank or taken a loan or something like that, I would have had payments. Well, this allowed me to get it without making payments. Um, and I was taking over the debt as I was paying things off as well. So in that, it was actually freeing up monthly cash flow for me, money that was going out on a monthly basis for car payments, different things I didn't have. So um, that that helped eliminate things and, and freed up a lot of money for me as we went forward. Um, fast forwarding up to... Um, I guess it would be, this is 2021, so 2020, um, it was like, okay, we've got enough money in here. We need to look back at a a single-family house. We found a townhouse up here in Baltimore we're looking at uh, getting. uh, But once again, through all these podcasts and stuff, it's led me to all these different things that we've done and ended up um, meeting up with uh, another group that uh, does multifamily. So in that process, um, we had a decision to make do we spend the money and get the one property and maybe flow a little bit and then not have any more money for a while or do we invest in ourselves and get the um, uh, and go into multifamily? So we elected to take the the big leap we invested in ourselves we uh, joined the group and um, let's fast forward now one more year um, matter of fact today uh, one year ago we had joined the uh, the program and and here we are now and we've got uh trying to think what it was lots of property that we've invested in now once again where do i get this money this was um we found a uh, 54 unit i'm like okay so let's let's uh let's do this so as we're working on the 54 and also had an opportunity to get into 172 units it was a uh, uh as an lp so i'm like okay and uh i'm like where am i going to get the money well once again we've saved up Now i've only been in this thing like three years but the money going in there has is, is been going in and like okay here we go so I ended up taking the money from, once again, a policy loan, and I invested in the 172 doors as a limited partner. I'm like, this is kind of a no-brainer. Random numbers, things look good. We're going to get some good returns. We're going to more than double that money you know, in the, in the time frame that we're invested in that. It's like, cool. Uh, meanwhile, I still had the 54 that we were working on well, we we're going to go into that and try to not put money into it, you know, because we found the deal. We, we put the team together, uh, underwrote it. And this is a team sport, obviously in the multifamily world. So I didn't do that alone. There was a lot of people involved with this process, but in that, um, the, we weren't going to put the money in, but since we were part of the general partner team, the bank says, Hey, you have to put money in. It's like, are you kidding me? Oh, okay. Once again, where do I go? <laughs> now my bank accounts look ugly. If you look at my bank accounts, they're like, oh, but where am I storing my cash? That's right. My Joey Murray bank. That's right. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Russ. Oh, shifted over, keeps going over, keeps going in there. And that's where I keep funding everything from. And remember, I'm not taking the money out. I'm taking little policy loans against it. So the first two years with all those things I had to do, I paid no money back to that other than I made the interest payment. That was it. One interest payment once in the year. And then the second year I did the exact same thing because I had no extra cash. Well, by year three, now I've got money going in there pretty significant. You know, I got that going back in to fund that, and having that money going back in, it, it allowed me to build it back up. And like I said, then since they told me I had to put money in, now I had money to jump into that. So I went ahead and had, and I put a little extra money into the to this general partner one, the fifty-four door, and um, to to better my returns because I'm limited. I'm a general partner in that, but I also bought, bought some limited partner shares so to make the uh, you know make the capital run a little bit quicker.
1: Russ, I remember my dad specifically say to me, Joey, you got to go to college. I don't want you to end up like me. And you know what my dad was saying is in order for things to change, things have to change. You can't end up just like me.
0: Well, I think, I mean, we, we as parents, sometimes we take on the burden thinking about our kids and, and how we want something better for them. And we want to know what will their future look like if I don't take action, if I don't do something different. See, in my
1: house, I'm the role model. You're your kid's role model. And the buck stops with you. It's time to take action. If you're ready to take action, join us at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash passport and get started on your own journey to financial freedom. All right, let's jump back into this episode.
2: Another cool part about that is it was coming up on, a, on my anniversary date when we were closing this thing. So we got an acquisition fee. Well, I had a big hole. Where do you put the money? Oh, mm. Joey Murray bank has got a nice big hole in it. Let me use it there. So I got the acquisition fee. I put it in the Joey Murray bank that goes in there. And, uh, and then we found this next one, 17 unit. Well, once again, general partner. Guess what the banks want you to do as a general partner? Yes. Put, put money would, in. Get some skin in the game. So what do I do? I take the money out that I just put in. My acquisition fee went in. I, it cleared. Once it cleared, I wrote my little policy thing and boom, pulled money back out and, and threw that at the next one. So every single dollar that I have invested through multifamily right now, both the limited partner, 172, the 54, um, uh, as a general partner, and the seventeen as a general partner has all come through um, my Infinity Bank. So every every. So, hour, I'm gonna uh, let you
0: take a take, take a pause, and at the same time, I'm gonna let our listener um, go back from point five speed to one point five speed because Larry, you're throwing everybody off. They listen to Joey and I at one point five speed, but they have they they've had to uh, downshift to get to significantly. Get so I'm going to let you take a, a quick break. I'm going to recap right here what I heard. Uh, Joey, Larry came to you, somehow understood what you were telling him about life insurance <laughs> and explained to him that this isn't life insurance. This is a, a cash vehicle to get access to your money so that then you can go out and do some really cool stuff. Opportunities happen. It was lots of life thrown at us, which we all know that happens constantly. But then, then you you made a, a a pivotal decision to invest in yourself, which is absolutely the best place, the first place we should invest is in our knowledge, in and, and our networks, and getting ourselves in a position to take action. You did that. You started buying at, through that knowledge. Started buying multifamily properties. I I think I've added it up to about two hundred and forty something doors or something like that, yeah, sure which is, really is crazy. That that's amazing. Um, but along the way you're taking policy loans and you're repaying them now when you, when you have cash flow. but it wasn't required. And that's just a lot of little bitty things that were happening in there for the person who's listening to this for the first time. It's like a lot of things flying at them. They don't quite know, but what does this feel like? I want to first go there. Like, cause there's a lot more to your story, but what does this feel like knowing that you have the, ability to make these decisions as compared to where you were before
2: oh before i wouldn't even consider being you know, investing in multifamily like this you know like i said i was just trying to get a down payment for a, a little single family and then um you know through this uh well and like i said through that that also it was a matter of um i, I wasn't planning on putting the money in. i was trying to save and save and save so i could potentially get something bigger you know down the road but then through that group and and everything it um and, and then the bank making me put money in, it actually gave me the freedom that's, that's the word we're looking at right there. This, this gave me the freedom to move forward and, um, and work on getting our family set up to where we'll be financially free. And that's, that's, that's the big key. I mean, I've been uh, uh, just blessed with this whole process and the fact that we, you know, we met you, that, you know, back in 2018. And, and it's, it's set us on a journey. And, and it, it isn't just the Infinity Bank. It's the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. And the fact that that uh, you know those coupled together, um, that they gave me the direction as to um, listening to the podcast gave me the direction as to okay, what different avenues are even available out there. Um, uh, another thing that I saw is a lot of people tend to focus on. Uh, you know, one thing. And that's, that's very excellent advice. And that's probably where you need to be. But I've also noticed that, uh, you know, Russ, Joe, you guys are in many different things with a lot of different, I, I love listening to how much money you guys are getting or not getting from your different uh, endeavors out there. And with that, that actually set me free as well. Cause like, you know what? I've got this going. I've got a good pro- uh, uh, product on here as far as the multifamily, and I'm actually branching out at this very moment. I've got two properties I'm analyzing right now to get into some short-term rentals. Once again, where did I find out about this multifamily? Well, about Wall Street Podcast. What about short-term rentals? Well, about Wall Street Podcast. I mean, all the different things that I'm doing is literally it. It, it all stems from uh, what you guys have, uh, are putting out. You, you got some great information, some great products, helping people understand what they're. Um, you know what? Their, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Their uh, their type is their investor type. Um, so you know through your process, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's it, it's just amazing. And the, like I said, the freedom I guess for us is the big thing right there. The freedom this has given us to move forward and and do things that I would have never fathomed um, in, in, in the past. Well,
1: I, what I hear, Larry, and and I think it's so clear for everybody listening is. There's confidence because you, you took a, um, you took steps that led you to more and more e- education that then led you to what is possible. Cause before, I mean, what I, what I, you didn't necessarily say these words, but I kind of felt like it was, you were under some sort of a roof, like a ceiling that you really, You didn't set it for yourself. It was already set, and you just didn't. You just needed to be exposed that there's much, much more above that. And Uh now you're the guy that's outside of that box that everybody else is kind of stuck in. And you're able to say, look, guys, it's really cool out here. Come join me. Like, (laughs) there's a lot going on.
2: Let me give you my number. You're (laughs) going (laughs) to best, right? Talk about,
0: uh, I would be super interested to hear what the conversations um, around the station are like now as compared to before you took this trip down to Birmingham.
2: Oh my goodness. The guys are like, where are you going next? What have you bought next? Um, They're, they're watching very, very close. Um, I've actually had some people, uh, uh, you know, look into actually getting some policies. I've, I've told them to contact you guys, et cetera. I think a few have uh, you know, gone down that road as well. Um, I mean, money is one of those things we try not to talk a lot about, but when it's your, when it's your world, and the fact that you're buying all these properties and the guy's like, ah, did you get that thing yet? Did you buy that property yet? Oh, yeah, we closed on it. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> How many doors? 172. And I got a guy who's got like 12 rental properties right now. And I'm sitting here at 243. And he's like, holy moly, maybe I need to look at doing something different. So so the conversations around the table do do get rather interesting sometimes.
1: Well, another thing I think is so cool here is if I said, hey, I met this investor the other day and he's got 240 doors the first person or first like type that comes to their mind is not a firefighter, not somebody like you think that there's limitations on what's possible based on, you know, the typical salary for somebody in the service world, firefighters, policemen, teachers, whatever it may be. You don't necessarily think that they have more opportunity than somebody who's making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. But the difference is is you took the necessary steps. You figured out who you are as an investor. You educated yourself. You followed a process and and now it's just like you flipped the game on its head. And and I know that you mentioned multiple times Joey Murray Bank. And as much as I want to like get excited and like rub that in Russ's face, because nobody <laughs> ever calls their policy the Russ Morgan bank, not even me. And I mean, I give him credit all the time for that. Um, the, the real thing is, is I want to take, tip my hat to you. I can't take any credit for the fact that you took action. And that is an undeniable force in this whole process that gets me super excited. And I know as you're driving down the road, you're like ready to run through a wall. Like you have the ability to do exactly what Larry and Cassandra and their family have done because, there are no limits, right? You can do exactly what Larry has laid out.
2: Component here's just the, the, um, the networking and meeting people. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, my first letter of intent to, to purchase an apartment building was, uh, you know, like 2.8 million dollars. I didn't have 2.8 million dollars. I had no freaking clue where it was gonna come from. But guess what? I would met people through exactly what you just said, Joey. Through through the education and, and then meeting up the people and, and uh, you know joining the groups and and getting out here and doing it, taking the steps, following the steps, and uh, uh, taking action. You know, you can sit there and, and analyze things till you're blue in the face, or you can actually do it. I had no idea what an LOI was. I had to make phone calls and say, hey. What is this? How do I even do this? I had no freaking clue. I was still going through the class. So um, you just gotta keep on moving, you know? And then if you're willing to take that action, yeah, the world is your oyster. You can go anywhere. I'm looking at buying properties in Puerto Rico. I'm looking at buying properties in Orlando, Florida, the the Smoky Mountains, uh, Argonaut, all over the place. Uh, it, there's, I could put a team together anywhere. I'm not worried about where the property is. If the deal was working and the numbers are right, look out, Larry's gonna be in your way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but, but i want to wrap this up this the goal is freedom and you've said that over and over again what does that look like for you like when, when freedom
2: uh, yeah freedom for me is, is retiring from the fire department like i said 39 years uh I, i've been doing this thing like i said 31 is a career and my body feels it i don't recover as fast as i used to do uh you know the pills are going off two three times in the middle of the night you know you're uh so your sleep is completely interrupted, you know, and used to be able to recover in a few hours here and there, you know, maybe half a day. Now it takes me a solid day. We get a good working fire. I go teach a class. I teach fire and, and, uh, and EMT, and, uh, you know, that's, those, those make some long, hot days, you know, when you're in there uh, going over and over and over, taking people into burns or, you know, standing there on your feet all day, teaching people to, to splint and learn about heart attacks, et cetera, you know. So uh, uh, my freedom is going to be uh, getting, into, uh, getting into real estate full time my freedom is going to be retiring as soon as I possibly can. So I'm going to replace my income and leave. Then I don't have to worry about the pension. I don't have to worry about social security. I don't have to worry about anything like that. You know, we'll be able to just jump in a vehicle and go or jump on a plane and go. We love to travel. We like to travel the world. So, and then we've been doing that. So
0: That's really cool. Well, thank you, Larry, for taking time to come on the podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. on, (laughs) You can't, you can't just let him go yet.
1: Well, you can't let him go yet. Because here's something that I do know about Larry that you may not know, and that the difference is not just with him today and his family in in today, what he's learned and where he's at, what freedom looks like. I want you to talk real quickly, Larry, about what freedom looks like for generations to come because of what you've done.
2: So uh, at this point, we've only discussed the fact that I've got my policy, but I don't have just my policy. We also have a uh, we got a short term policy on my wife um, that going to be going to be converted over to um, a uh, IBC uh, policy, and then uh, I've got one on my son. And um, the, you know, a lot of people talk about college and you know, college funds and this and that. Well, what if your kid doesn't go to college? The world is changing. Okay, what if they don't want to go in that state where you're trying to save and put that money away? You know, where do you get this? this is the, all these people are trying to put money away? Well, um, some people buy a house, you know, say, okay, well, we can sell this house and pay for your college. Well, well, what if you get a life insurance policy on him? Then he's got money available to him. I mean, I think when we got my son's policy, he was six months old. And uh, and the money that he has in there now is uh, pretty significant compared to where it's supposed to be. It's probably over $4,000 higher than where it's supposed to be. Uh, because i'm using the vehicle the way it's supposed to be used so he's supposed to have and eh, i think we figured out around fifty thousand dollars when he turns 18 to uh between 18 and 20 years old i think he's going to be well over that because we're, the way that we're uh, we're funding the policy and making things happen with that so he will be able to go to any college he wants he'll be able to get a vehicle if he needs to get a vehicle he'll be able to um you know get married if he wants to get married he can take a senior trip if he needs to take a senior trip you know we don't have to worry about funding him in his school years because that's all being taken care of through. Um, his, his, uh, uh, his policy. That's, uh, that's where all that money will be. And we can just take a little loan against that and then and use it. And then if he gets a car, he can pay it back. So we'll teach him how to use money and how to, to apply it. If he wants to go ahead and buy his own place, he can buy a house and rent it out. He can do some house hacking, start putting his money to work. You know, he's, he's going to be set up, you know, down the road. Uh, the other thing is, this is life insurance. So if, you know, I'm a little on the older side. So if something happens down the road, the family is going to be taken care of with that. And we're teaching them how to use this as well. So it's, uh, uh yeah, it's not just a me thing, me, my, me, me, I thing. It's it's literally, you know, you're, you're looking out for your family. So oh. I'm in a job that, that requires me to be, you know, take risks. And and with those risks, like I said, that the, the backside of this is that it is insurance. So there is that potential. <laughs> and even if I have a big policy loan against it, who cares? Because the thing's grown so much that that policy loan is just be absorbed right up in it. You know, they want to give me that money because it lessens their liability. But my policy <laughs> is so big that, um, my my family is going to do better with this policy if anything happened to me down the road than any of the stuff that I've had through my fire department years. And it, I mean, these force <clears throat> everything I've had in the past. So uh, just growing. And,
1: well, the, the biggest thing, though, Larry, is the legacy that you're creating is is not just about products. It's about knowledge. And the confidence you're speaking with right now is something that your son is picking up, Mm -hmm. whether, whether you're trying to or not, he's picking it up. He's learning and will continue to learn what you, what you now know because you did stop and you did invest in yourself. And, and anyway, I see the ripple effect of that for generations and that gets me fired up about what we do is impact Lives, and you guys are now continuing that impact. And so, anyway, I'm just really, really grateful that you'd be willing to come and share with people your journey. And and I'm praying that there is like tons and tons of people that are following right behind you as a result.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for having me and allowing me the opportunity to come in here and actually tell my story. It's uh it's been an incredible journey, you know, from 2018 to 2021, and getting ready to hit this 2022. Oh well, man, I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs>
0: Well, no we're grateful for you, man. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you as well for listening to this podcast. If you're fired up, you want to figure out what Larry learned and want to get on a, a call, uh, we won't force you to talk to Joey, uh, but we have plenty of other coaches out there. <laughs> we be happy uh, to, to give you just a, a little bit of guidance and uh, point you in the right direction, point you to the uh, right next thing. You can go to com forward slash free call. And we really appreciate you listening. Have an amazing day. This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth
2: will never run dry. See you next episode.